Welcome back to the locker room, guys, where we watch it so then you don't have to. We had the final week of NFL. Very sad. Carrie one Underwood until next year. Um, yeah, she doesn't sing during the playoffs, right? No. No, she doesn't. Oh, what no, a fucking tragedy. But um, so me and Luke had very different experiences this weekend, and we might as well just hop right into it. Let's start off with the Steelers. Hell of a season. Couldn't be happier than where we're at right now. Kenny Pickett is clearly a dog. Um, Deshaun Watson, he's a bum. I'm so happy that the Browns aren't good because they gave away their entire future and $50 million a year. Just have Deshaun Watson lose by 14 to Kenny Pickett. Um, so, yeah, the Steelers played great. Kenny Pickett is definitely our guy. I think we're only a few pieces away from being contenders again. And, um, yeah, I can't wait till next season. Eyes are right now that the Steelers are going to get Joey Porter Jr., the corner from Penn State. We definitely need a corner. And um, Joey Porter's dad, Joey Porter Sr., he was a fucking unreal Steelers player. Unfortunately, he did get fired by Mike Tomlin (laughs) as a linebackers coach. But, hey, I mean, water under the bridge. So, um, yeah, can't wait to see what we do in the offseason. He's a stud. Um Kenny, like these last couple games, you guys, Kenny hasn't been playing great necessarily. Najee's been the difference. Uh, Jalen Warren. Najee's, Najee played pretty well too. Like Najee's been playing, like compared to the beginning of the year, Najee, compared to now, Najee, he's been playing way better. Our backfield's unreal right now. Yeah, exactly. Like that's the difference. Kenny Pickett's just doing enough like game managing with your good run game. That's but, what, Luke, that's the thing is, it. it's been, like, every week so far, we get, like, past the 50, and then we're just, like, stagnant, or, like, we'll get, like, close to field goal range, and, then like, same shit happens. I mean, I think as, I mean, fire Matt Canada, then, I mean, that this offense is going to be fucking fireworks, especially. I, credit to our O-line. It helps that they, our entire group started all 17 games, so they definitely got better throughout the year. But obviously, there's still bums at the end of the day. And I know we're going to get some pieces in the offseason. But, I mean, yeah, shout out to them. Getting the run game going is unreal. Like, that's what we had last year that we didn't have this year. And now that we finally figured it out, we obviously see what happens. The Steelers just turned it on in the second half. And, yeah, I mean, it was a hell of a way that off the yeah. air. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, Kenny Pickett has been okay. Like, he's been good, like, solid. He hasn't been, like, amazing by any means. In these games, he's getting us like into scoring range and shit, and then like one of the games on the line. His completion percentage is horrible every game. What his completion percentage is not good, like pretty much every game. Our well, it doesn't help. Like our O line is still bad. Don't get me wrong, but Deontay Johnson, what a fucking shit season! And I knew we shouldn't have paid him. And George Pickens, he's good for three balls a game for 60 yards. He had a great game this week, too. But, um, I mean, it's definitely a thing we have to look at again in the offseason, but it's the Steelers, so we're going to get a stud in the draft probably. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I I think Kenny's, like, shown enough to, like – because you see it, like, with, like, every good quarterback. Like, Josh Allen, his first season was dog shit, but he, like, showed flashes of him being a dog. And I think it could be the same with Kenny Pickett. Yeah, he's not going to be a Josh Allen. Well, he I mean, doesn't have on. like the tangible I mean, to be Josh Allen, but I mean, I mean come on. Get... Oh, I mean, <laughs> there's things Josh Allen can do that nobody can do. 
what, like throw the ball out of the stadium? Yeah, and he's a very good runner. And Kenny Pickett's, Kenny Pickett's not that. a very good runner. No, he ain't no Josh Allen. I don't even care. Well, yeah, I'm sorry he's not a fucking battering ram. You're the one that said it. He's like, but probably more, uh, well, I don't know. He's he, not you Josh feel Allen. What I mean, no? He ain't Josh Allen. But no, I understand. Like, he's like, he's wi- playing good enough to win games. If that, I mean, that's that's all you can ask for. Yeah, he's fucking awesome. Uh, let's go into your Bears. So what? What a fuck! Like, <laughs> I don't know if the Bears like. Lovey Smith just loves the Bears, I guess, because him just handing you guys the first pick is insane. Uh, Jared Stidham, like coming out and playing good football, and then you throw in what Tim Boyle. And he's just like, yep, here, have it. We want to you lose. Mean, you mean and um, Peter? The Texans just turning it on. Brandon Cooks, league winner, just <laughs> turning it on. I don't, I don't get it. It's only the Texans. No, I mean we go, yeah, we go. Peterman all of a sudden. I don't know if he got hurt or what happened, but he just stopped playing and we went to Boyle. Maybe Peterman was playing too good. It's it was very, a tank of all very, tanks. Very possible. Peterman was playing too good. He was. Yeah, so then you go to Tim Boyle, and then you're watching the Houston game, and that Hail Mary, like, I thought it was picked, obviously. Like, in real time, you just think it's picked off, and he caught it. And I'm like, you got to go for two, and they go for two, same shit. It was unbelievable. And that it goes back to what we said, like, tanking is not a – you can't tank because those guys are not promised to be on the Texans for the next five years. So, like, there's no reason for them to not try to win that game, especially Davis Mills. He, the, the plan is to get a quarterback to replace him. So why the hell wouldn't he play his, play his ass off? And it's exactly what he did. And, oh, my God, like, people – I was talking to Whitey about it. It's like, the difference between one – he doesn't think the difference between one and two is that big. But it's, it's like a massive jump if you think about it. Because when we're, we had the two, every team knew the Texans were taking a quarterback – and then so they were just going to get this. We weren't going to take one, and they were just going to get the second-best quarterback. But now anybody can get that that quarterback they want. Any Like, it's open for anybody. It's not just like, okay, we have to settle for the our next-best guy. You have, you can, anybody can come for it if they want it. And awesome move by Ryan Polt uh, to be like, um, yeah, we're, we're, options are still open. Like, someone about, like, they said if Fields is the guy, he said, like, options are still open. Hang on, I got the, I got it. And it's like, well, yeah, you got to keep everyone on their toes. You don't want to be yeah. like, no, Fields is our guy. And then, so, okay, they're like, oh, they're not going to draft the quarterback. You keep them on your toes. I mean, the Bears are on the clock, and they can do anything with a pick. I think, I think it's the Bears, and they're going to fall in love with a guy. And they're gonna get Will Anderson, and he's gonna, or something like that. He's gonna be a fucking animal. But then when that fourth year comes around, gone. That's why. That's why I think you got to trade back because we we need so much, so much help all over the field. The only position where we're good at is, um, like maybe our secondary is kind of like young, and then quarterback. We like offensive line, defensive line, wide receivers. Everything is a need. So that's why you just stack picks and just get a bunch of guys. Talent, just load up on talent. You don't. Yeah. One, one guy counting, is not going to change the change the whole dynamic of this team. Counting special teams, you have thirty three starters, and you need like thirty one probably. Yeah, it's like it's crazy. 
It's <laughs> well, we have so well, we have Fields, uh, Brisker, and Gordon, and that's probably it. <laughs> I feel yeah, like, uh, like, like Mooney's what, about, like, what about Chase Claypool? Thanks for that first round pick. Oh, by hey, the way. hey first awesome. of all, first of all, the thing with Claypool is he sucks. No, it, you, it's hard. You come into a offense that is ter- first of all awful passing offense as it is, and you come midway through the season, and you give him seven games, and that's how you're going to evaluate him with the Bears. That's not fair at all. He's terrible. He's not in a wide receiver one. I know. I never say he was wide receiver one, but he's he's, he's at good. most the wide receiver three. Um, that, if he's our wide receiver three, that's pretty damn good. I'll take it because you you got to remember a wide receiver. How many like wide receivers just go to a team midway through the season? First of all, a not good passing offense team as it is because we have no offensive line and it's just a stud. It well, yeah, it Luke, that, that never it just never happens. Exactly. You gotta give him no, I'm saying that scenario that scenario never happens. Yeah, so give him an offseason. We don't know yet. But I know give for a fact he's not worth Bears. a first round pick. We didn't give a first round pick. We got the thirty second pick of the draft, Luke. Third, from the Bears. Oh, Dolphins because the Dolphins. Forfeit. Because the Dolphins yeah. forfeit. That's not necessarily a first round pick, though, Joey. But it is at the end of the day. No, it, but it that's not what we gave you, though. We didn't give you, like, oh, this is a first-round pick. That's not at all. You guys that. knew you were tanking, and you gave us your second-round pick? Joey, that was week, like, seven. We were, three win- we were, like, three and six at the time. Was it that early? Yeah. Because- or, no, it was week. I can't remember week it was. It was right by the deadline, which was the deadline. It's, like, week eight or nine. Well, when did you get rid of Roquan? I can't remember. But there's no – we weren't automatically – Project gonna lose go we're gonna we weren't supposed to lose 10 11 games in a row to end the season there was no promise that we were getting the one we weren't even had the one pick as it was going into the the final the literally the final play of that here's an idea maybe they got chase claypool because he would help with you guys losing that's just the stupidest thing ever because what what would that what would that do it would solidify the tank no Because if we can't win without, we can't win without him. What would be win with like? But you clearly were winning without him. If that's no, that was with Roquan. That was with Roquan and our the rest of our defense that we all got rid of. And then hey, Jackson got hurt, and everyone else we got rid of. So that's probably that's what was a tank. By the way, did you see Roquan's new contract? Yeah, the they're not going to sign Lamar. No, no, no shot. I saw they signed, very, they signed Roquan Smith to the highest linebacker contract 100, ever, 100, and they really? still haven't paid Lamar yet. No, but because they don't, because they don't want to pay Lamar, because Lamar wants so much money. But I saw something they said. Uh, it was some guy on a sports talk show. They said he said, "Who says no if you go bear if Bears and Ravens talk the fields for Lamar? Because Bears have so much money and." The the Ravens already have a system of a run. You need a guy that can run the ball, and Fields would be way way cheap, like super cheap. Like who says no to that? Obviously, that probably won't happen, but that'd be like a interesting little scenario. You want Lamar instead of Fields? Lamar is an MVP. Who the hell wouldn't? But Luke, you have to pay him an arm and a leg because we have a we have a ton of money. That's the point of it. I think it's a bad idea. I'd rather have Fields. Then Lamar Jackson. Yeah. You're an idiot. You're, you're actually an idiot. I'm he's, not. He's an MVP. Yeah, somehow. Like, 
and he's 25. First, first like running back to and he's 25 years old. Time. Yeah, I mean you're, you're crazy. Just, it you're won't just happen. Up. It won't happen. No, but I'm just saying that would be. Who wouldn't want Lamar Jackson? Yeah, we don't need him. You would love Lamar Jackson. You would <laughs> love him. Shut up. Yeah, it'd be pretty fun. But um, hey, we got the number one pick, and it's awesome. And people are saying, "Oh, Bears are celebrating like they won." What? It's like, yeah, because first of all, we've never had the number one pick. Like we've been bad, but now they're the number one, and now we got it, and now we control so much. Like every team's got to come to us if they want. If they want what they want, like they got to come through us. Let's just not forget, though, you have to hit on these draft picks. Let's not forget we have a new GM. Okay. There you go. He he had a good draft last year, his first draft. Well, he had nine picks to deal with. Did he? Did it work? Some of them I don't are going to hit. I don't care how many picks you have. Why can't we get more picks this year? Some of them are going to hit. Having the, one pick, <laughs> so having the number one pick, you're going to trade for more picks, Joey. That's how it works. Who do you get out of the draft, Brisker and Brisker and Kyler Gordon, who both at the end of the year were very good for us, and they're rookies and playing in. Oh my God, no pass rush. That doesn't help a secondary at all, and they played right. really well. They played. No, really those well. are the only two players I know on your defense. I think, and like Eddie Jackson, but I mean, our defense was just. Has he played all year. That's the thing. He was hurt too. It was just every single player that played was hurt. So it, except for those two, and they even got hurt. So it was a shit show, but I I trust him. I mean, he's one draft, and he's had a pretty solid draft. I mean, I, I trust polls. I trust what he's doing. So, and I'm assuming you're drinking the flu juice. Yeah, and I mean, if you ask me, if I'd rather be in our position or the Steelers' position, missing the playoffs, I'd rather be in ours. If you're Wrong. Miss, if you're gonna miss the playoffs, be bad. We're literally, we're literally like three pieces away from being. So contender. is every other damn team in the, in the AFC. No, no. You don't think the Patriots are right? Are like a miss? No. Yeah, they are. No. Patriots so Patriots blew a game against the Raiders on that backwards pass or whatever. They fumbled on in the on like the five yard line against the Bengals. They could have won that game. Two kick kick returns for touchdowns against the Bills. Easily could have flipped that game. They could have won that one. And they were still a game away from making the playoffs. Bill check lost his fastball. No, no, he didn't. Win. No, he didn't. He didn't lose yeah. his fastball. Matt Patricia's their offensive coordinator is why they lost. Yeah, that is a big problem. <laughs> But That's I'd probably rather have Patricia than Matt Canada. I don't. I don't think so. I do. They're they're in the same position as you guys, like win and go in, and you guys can play the Browns, and they got to play the they got to play the Bills. It happens to play the Bills. Well, we play the Patriots next year, so we'll see how that goes. All right, and then also, let's go. Jets are literally a quarterback away from being a very very good team. Dolphins should have been in if Tua played all year. All these teams are like. There, you can go through who made the playoffs in the AFC, and the Steelers are that does doesn't look good for them. The seven teams that made it all are in way better position than the Steelers. No, how? Who? Who? Who isn't? We have like the give me, best give me one team. Give me one team. The Jets. Well, that I made mean, the playoffs. Oh, that made the playoffs. And oh, we're fine. I we're, think we can. I think we can be better than the Jags. Jags are gonna win their division every year. Yeah, good for them. Uh, that's in the, that's getting in the playoffs. That doesn't matter. You get in the playoffs if you win your division. Uh, 
All right, then who else made it? Dolphins made as a seven. Who they were eight and uh, three. Ravens. With the Ravens are screwed. I guess if they get rid of Lamar. Oh yeah, duh, the playoff bracket right in front of me. Uh, I mean, the Chargers could easily no. Fuck sh- up. Don't even, Joe. You're the you love the Chargers and you know they're really good. So don't I love the don't, don't try to talk don't try to talk them down now. I love the healthy Chargers exactly, and they're when they're healthy, they're really good. I just I think. If you if the Steelers were in the NFC, you guys would be looking great. You probably would be in the playoffs, but you're in the AFC. Is like you're gonna need more than just like a couple things because all these other teams are literally one piece away, if not even that. Yeah, I wish we were in the cupcake NFC. Um, Take Ravens, make it. <laughs> Ravens, Bengals. I mean, we can kind of like fly through these games because like they this game didn't even matter. The Bengals just got their win, and they're. I mean. Yeah, it was it was shit show. I mean, the Ravens, who it didn't matter. Like they knew what they were getting. They would couldn't win the division. It's like whatever. If you don't have Lamar, you're not gonna win that the game. So it's like who cares? Likely eighty, hundred thirty, hundred and three yards. Get rid of Mark Andrews. <laughs> yep. Uh, Panthers versus Saints. <laughs> Final score ten to seven. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, that's Sam Darnold legacy game for him. Yeah, a whopping 43 yards. <laughs> Five of 15. Yeah, that is bad. Oh, uh, yeah, Texans Colts. We pretty much hit on it. I mean, it was kind of a sh- hey, dude, it was a shootout. Sam Ellinger versus Davis Mills. And, uh, I mean, it's just the Colts being the Colts. Like, only the Colts lose this game. And only the Texans, like, win this. Yeah, in this situation. And yeah. Shot- hey, Colts are getting Derek Carr next year. Yeah, good for it. And he's going to be terrible. They, they might be looking for the number one pick. They're going to get Derek Carr, and then they're going to get probably like Rodgers when he sucks, and then they're going to the next year be like, oh, let's get Tom Brady, and he's going to be terrible. Or like Kirk Cousins. And yeah, they're just going to keep cycling through. Um, Yeah, Pat's Bills. That's, I mean, there's only one thing to talk about in this game, and it's the opening kickoff. Like, you want to say it's scripted, but like sports, we have these moments like all the time where it's like, no fucking way. Oh, like, that, yeah, it's insane. Like, it that's just unreal. Like, fucking Naheem Hines taking the opening kickoff after the whole Demar Hamlin thing, just wild. Yeah, did you see what Josh Allen said? Um, after the game, how I uh, saw like clips of it, but I don't remember what he said. The last kick return. For the Bills, I think it was like three years ago and three months ago. Three years. All oh, right, months right. That's crazy. That is wild. That is wild. But Mac Jones played solid. I mean, three interceptions, terrible. But I still um, not a Mac Jones guy. I don't know something about it. Something about him. Jets, Dolphins. Joe Flacco, you're the biggest fucking bum of all time. There's just no fucking way he wanted to play at all this year. And he's just collecting a paycheck, and just rolling with the rolling with the motions, or whatever. And just what like eleven to six, they like the jet like it, just the worst game ever. Like I need the fucking Jets to win. Obviously, like this is the only reason why I care about this game is because they win and Steelers are in the playoffs. But of course, Joe Flacco is just the worst quarterback on the face of planet Earth, and can't win against Skylar Thompson, who literally, if I said this earlier, 
if Skylar Thompson was throwing grenades instead of footballs, he still wouldn't be able to hit wide receivers. He's terrible. And the then the final play of this game, the fucking safety, the backdoor cover or whatever, that's hilarious. But oh my, uh, just a pathetic, pathetic game. That's loser talk, Joe. What? Put it in your hands. You shouldn't have to rely on another team. That's just like you to go off on Joe Flacco like that. If the Steelers were in the NIT right now, we would win the NIT championship. That's... We're like the hottest team in football. No, you're not. Lions, Lions would be the best team in that NIT. No, we'd be the Lions. I actually remember how last year we did those. I did those bowl games. I actually did it again, so we'll get into that later. But they're good. Uh, Bucks Falcons. Who gives a shit? But I guess Don't if you're a Falcons fan, to see all your rookies just go off, that's pretty nice. I mean, Desmond Ritter's terrible. <laughs> I why did I say like not not even like really go like they're they're only part of their team. That's <laughs> what I meant. Not like go off, but yeah, that game was meaningless. It was stupid. Like <laughs> week we, this week eighteen is just awful. Like it just sucks. That's every year though. Yeah. No, I agreed. Uh, Niners Cardinals, just another game for people to think that Brock Purdy is going to be a Super Bowl champion. Yeah, I mean, the thing is with Purdy, like, yeah, he's balling, but I think any, like, someone said, I saw someone that, like, this makes me believe that Trey Lance could do that too. Like, who could, who, you'd be, anybody could be, and that's not a slight on Brock Purdy by any means, it's just like a credit to that offense. You Do they just make anybody really good? Right, and uh, I mean, as far as the Cardinals, I honestly think if the Bears played that played the Cardinals, the Bears would win. Yeah, I know. That's glad we don't. Though, then King, uh, Kingsbury's King going. Yeah. yeah, got canned, so that's good. He's going to be an awesome offense coordinator, though. I could, I can just see it somewhere. That he just, he just like ha- he just like got the vibe of just an offensive coordinator. Yeah, you know, just not. Yeah, like- Head coaching jobs too big for his britches. Yeah, and he's gonna be a great offense coordinator. Probably go to like, probably go to Alabama or something, and just be the best offense coordinator ever. That's hey, what everyone does. You go to Nick Saban's uh, coaching school. Thank God I remembered this, but this is so funny. How just because you're linked to Patrick Mahomes, automatically teams just lose their mind. I mean, you know, <laughs> you know, fucking. <laughs> Uh, what's his fucking nuts? Uh, Nagy. Matt Nagy. Nagy. And then everybody every year is like talking about Eric Bieniemy, like, oh, he's gonna get the top coaching spot. And Cliff Kingsbury, and it's like, it's like Patrick Mahomes is that good. Where just because you're even in the same building as him, people are like, oh yeah, just bring him in. He's got to be good. He's got to be good, right? Uh, Cowboys Commanders. Yeah, who gives a shit? Cowboys. <laughs> Dak, like the oh Cowboys, what a monumental collapse! So, I mean, Dak, I think has thrown the most interceptions this year, and he's missed like three games. <laughs> he just throws so many interceptions, like, and you have to win. They have to win through four play, like to win the Super Bowl. They have to win four games. There's no way Dak's gonna go four for four with good enough games to win, like just good enough to win. He's gonna have a stinker in there eventually. Yeah, I mean, I think they're frauds too. But well, I, I mean, like especially their, their team is their so defense, good. 
their defense hasn't played up to what their defense is in like a long time, right? Right. right. I mean, their team is so good. It's just Dak is he's gonna fuck up eventually and it's gonna cost them big time. You just can't you can't put trust in him at all. Right. Are Pollard and Zeke gonna be like good goal for the playoffs? Yeah, I think, I think they're all good. I think their their whole team is I don't it just sucks because they just something I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it how Dak's just he's gonna have a game. He's gonna have a Dak Prescott game. He's just gonna suck and they're gonna lose be, all because of him. Uh Chargers Broncos. So the Chargers, they had absolutely no reason to even compete in this game. Everybody's everybody's shitting on uh what's his name? The coach. Staley. Yeah, everybody's shitting on Staley for this, but I kind of, I kind of get it because it's the Chargers haven't been healthy literally all year, and they're finally get their team together. It's like, all right, let's get this game against the Broncos or laughing saga of the NFL, and let's just see what we got going to the playoffs. Well, uh, unfortunately, Mike Williams and uh, Joey Bosa both got banged up, so like they'll be good that, to go, right? What are they going to be good to go? So Mike Williams, he had to get help. So his uh, X-rays came back negative, but like he couldn't even get on the bus without help. So like people are thinking by game time, he's not going to be good. But I'm pretty sure Bolsa is going to be ready to go. I mean, the thing is though, like yeah, I understand what you're saying, but Keenan Allen and Mike Williams are literally made of glass, and so oh, is Bosa. Yeah. So you got to put that into account. And for I, sure. Maybe play him like the first half. Like I think Tom Brady played like a few like a few drives, and then they pulled him in the Bucks game. That's what Blank they should have done. Yeah, they should have just done that in the Chargers. Like play a few drives, like first quarter, first first half, and then pull him. But I mean, when your guys are literally made of glass, they should not be out there. For sure. Uh, Rams Seahawks. So Geno Smith literally broke the franchise record for passing yards in a season. That's wild. Like. I mean, <laughs> Geno Smith, the Pro Bowler, like that's just so unreal. I mean, I give it. And the Seahawks are in now, aren't they? Yeah. Yep. Because Packers lost. I mean, unreal. I mean, Pete Carroll is just unbelievable. Like coach, like he's one of the few, like literally him and Harbaugh that have done it in both college and uh, NFL. Like that were really good, and recently, I guess. And he, I think. He, this, he's never missed a playoff like playoffs back to back seasons in his career, and to take this team to the playoffs when they were supposed to win, everyone's had them winning like two or three games, just remarkable. Luke, I think that might be wrong because I think without Russell Wilson, Pete Carroll never had a winning season or something like that. And See, I thought like going into that was the year, before USC, wasn't it? Huh? That was before USC, though. I think. Didn't I mean, he, he didn't get the Seahawks job and then just get Russell Wilson, I don't think. No, I know, but I, there's something about – there's someone with Pete Carroll. He, like, never missed something in, like, two years in a row, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to look. But the I, Seahawks, I mean, they literally went from the favorites to get the number one pick of the draft to now here, so nah, I that's mean, – I think, personally, I really do think he deserves coach of the year just because of how everyone said how bad they would be. And to and Geno's your quarterback, who Geno Smith hasn't – he's – been in the league seven years and has been terrible all seven years. And this roster is horrible. And to win, to get to the playoffs is crazy. Right. Giants, Eagles. So I didn't watch this game. 
I mean, I know I'm a locker room guy and we watch it so you don't have to, but I mean, I had no reason to watch this, I don't think. They were up big and then they got like just came back and it was like, I bet it was like too late. It was like, who cares? Kenny Galladay touchdown. Oh, he's back. Yeah, he had one more touchdown than Deontay Johnson this year. He's back. Right. That's why they pay him. <laughs> uh, the Lions Packers. Wow. Just what a. <laughs> They're like. Just what a day for Bears fans. The Bears are like the winners of the week. <laughs> like just everything they wanted happened. And I, I'm i happy for you, Luke. And I'm so happy for the Lions. I mean, to go 9-8, and eight, that's fucking unreal from where they were at. And Jared Goff got himself another year of yep. being the quarterback. And, uh, yeah, they, they have the Rams pick. So that's another super high draft pick. And – yeah, I don't know. The Rams, I mean, the Lions definitely looking up. I mean, Jamal Williams in this game, breaking Barry Sanders' record, that's awesome too. Like, it's a hell of a season. Yeah, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, the, at some point you got to look back and and you can't even put him in the conversation with the best because he continuously just chokes year after year. Like, every he's not like the last he's won the last game of the season like like i don't want to put it like that because then you have to win the super bowl but like he's been the one seed or like two seed with home field at lambeau how many times in the playoffs and lost he did it this was to win or go home and he lost like that's he just continues to do it like you gotta stop talking about him with like the greats because he just doesn't get it done in the biggest moments and his teams are obviously very good because he gets like one seeds and stuff this year obviously was different, but you're playing the Lions and you he played horrible. He just isn't he suck like he's he doesn't suck obviously, but he just chokes year after year after year. At home too. To every every year it's at home too. Like every playoff game's at home. Lions are always this game was home. It's just at home at Lambeau when everyone's like, "There's no way Rodgers loses at Lambeau. It's too cold for all these teams." And he's Rodgers at and they, he does it every time. He just never. He's amazing every time. Surprises everyone every single time he does it. After the ending of that game, though, you got to think he's retiring. Dude, yeah, he's got to. He told Jameson Williams he's going to keep on to that jersey. Then him and Randall Cobb just walking side-by-side yeah. side out of the stadium. It 100% looks like he's retiring. Yeah, and I he's, mean. He's not going to hold the Packers hostage. So it pretty much sounds like. He's going to go up to the Packers and be like, hey, would you rather have me for one more year? And if not, I'm done. It's like, right. I don't know. It's going to be up to the Packers. And and if Jordan Love comes out and is, like, really good, I'm going to cry. I'm done. I, I'm actually – I'm done. I don't know what I'm going to do. If he oh comes out and is, like, really good, I'm, I'm done, like, with football. I'm never watching NFL again. <laughs> Uh, Chiefs Raiders. I mean, Chiefs beat the shit out of them, thirty-one to thirteen. The Chiefs tried in this game to get the one seed. I mean, they clearly did it. And uh, me and Jared Stidham kind of got humbled a bit, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's that, the Chiefs. That play, oh. that play, the Chiefs ran was so 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 stupid. But it worked. No, I know. It's like what the hell? <laughs> like, like me and Derek. That wasn't a holding. Watching. Like that wasn't a holding. 
that they called. Me and Derek were watching the game at Sam's house, and I watched a play happen, and I'm like, what? And I go, Derek, I'm like, watch this. And it was just the most Kansas City Chiefs, Harlem Globetrotters play of all time, and it literally worked. And the holding, yeah, it was a holding, but still, I mean, when they scored it, I'm like, there's just no possible way. I don't think it was holding. That's the thing, though. Like, I don't think it was holding. I mean, I understand why they threw the flag. Like, I, yeah. I could see it, but I think they're just surprised. They're like, "What? So this got to be a flag." <laughs> yeah, just throw like, this something. has to be a flag. There's no way they pulled this off. If there's not a penalty somewhere on the field. But I mean, the Chiefs, the three losses. Yeah, Bills and Bengals were two of them. They lost the B- Bills by four, Bengals by three, and then the Colts was by three. So every loss they had was right. They're right in it, and it came down to like right at the end. And they're just. They they didn't have a single um, thousand yard rusher or receiver I think on the on the team. And they and still, what was that record Mahomes broke? Oh, and they still they still led the uh, league in touchdowns I think or yards or something or offense or something like that. I don't know what the record was, but like to not have a thousand yard receiver and you still beat everyone else in the NFL. At pretty much everything on offense. They're the best offensive team, and they it's crazy. Through 79 starts, what, like, Mahomes is at, 191 touchdowns, 49 interceptions. Name off, like, a Hall of Fame quarterback. Uh, Joe Montana. So, Joe Montana. So, like I said, Mahomes has 191 touchdowns, 49 picks. Montana had 127 touchdowns and 64 picks. In that like span of years or whatever, in that span of games, fuck, he's so stupid. How good he is. Aiden Manning, one hundred thirty-seven touchdowns, so sixty less touchdowns, a hundred interceptions, fifty more interceptions. I mean, Peyton, Peyton Manning has like probably one of the best quotes of all time. When someone said, "You throw a lot of wobbly balls," he goes, "I throw a lot of wobbly touchdowns." Yeah, <laughs> that's then, awesome. Let's let's go, Drew Brees, hundred eight touchdowns. So 80 less touchdowns, 73 picks, 30 more interceptions. It, stupid. It's actually stupid. Um, so I saw, so I think Marty tweeted, he said, you could take 10 years off your life for Mahomes to be a quarterback, would you? I'd say like 10's a lot. I'd say like five years. If you could take five years off your life to have Mahomes as your quarterback, I'd be like, yeah, sign me up. But Luke, isn't that just so fucking insane though? He had... Seven, he has 80 more touchdowns than what Drew Brees had at this time. 80. It's ridiculous. And I mean, say obviously, um, Travis Kelsey, he had a thousand yards, but like I'm saying, wide receiver, their best wide receiver was Juju. And he did that. And he set all this record. Like he was, they had the best offense this year, touchdowns wise, I think, yards wise, something like that. I can't remember what it was. And Juju was his number one receiver. The closest person to Mahomes with these stats is Dan Marino. And he had 180 touchdowns, 11 less, and 93 interceptions, 40 more. Yeah, that was the I closest mean, person to him. Threw for 5,000 yards again. Just, it's crazy. Because, like, yeah, you lose Tyree Kill, you're like, oh, maybe it'll slow down. He still threw for 5,000 yards. He just spread it out more now. It's like... Yeah. It, there's you cannot make a single argument for anybody else being better than him. It you can't. It's impossible. Literally, you can maybe have like an opinion. Like, I think 
like maybe like Joe Burrows. I, I think he's better, but you just like can't be like this is why. You know, you can just be like I don't know why. I just think he is that you can maybe, do, but you can't come up to someone and have an actual argument and win an argument why he's better, why any quarterback's better. And shout out Brittany and Jackson Mahomes for just shutting their trap this season. Yeah, I mean, credit to Pat Mahomes for probably making him shut up. It's awesome. He's the best, and it's crazy. If he, he's good, if he wins another Super Bowl, too, it's over. Yep. It's over for the league. Titans, Jaguars, Jags make the playoffs. I mean, shout out them going from worst to first. That's it's fucking awesome. Bears next year, right? Uh, playoff bracket time. Yeah, let's do it. So, like we do every year, we're gonna make our playoff brackets. See how right they are. Last year, I had Steelers versus Packers Super Bowl. I think. Yeah, I had, no, you had Niners, I think. Probably. I had Packers and Chiefs, I think. I don't even know. It, mine was bad, I remember. <laughs> yeah. Well, last year was a shit show, but yeah, I imagine it could be the same this year. Yeah. But uh, let's start off the AFC side. Chargers versus Jacksonville, Saturday oh, night Joe, game. hold up. We're less than a minute, so. Oh, yeah. Well, well. Be right back. Okay. Like what I said earlier, playoff bracket time. Starting on the AFC side, Chargers versus Jacksonville Jaguars. I have a future on the Chargers. By the way, I'm not just going to put the Chargers in a Super Bowl just because of that. But, uh, fuck. It's in Duval, though. I'm taking the Jags. I'm taking Jags, too. And the this spot is like, I think they're, I think they're dogs by a point. Jags are, I mean, Jags, everybody's loving the Jags, like, turning into just loving the Jags, too. Like, they're turning into, like, America's team right now in this playoffs. Well, and if Brandon Staley loses this game, do you think he gets fired? Oh, he'll get canned for sure. Yeah. You can't, you can't, um, in the three years he's been there, make one playoff game with that kind of talent. Well, and Sean Payton, obviously, he's getting chopped around everywhere. And I think the Chargers would have to be the number one spot he'd look to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't want to coach there? Yeah. I think if the Chargers know that Sean Payton's on the table, they'll definitely, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sunday night football, Baltimore versus Cincinnati. I mean, obviously, I'm going to take the Bengals. Uh, I think the Bengals are going to fucking wax them too. I think it comes down to if Lamar plays. I want to go Ravens so bad, but I just can't see the Bengals losing. Um, no, I'm gonna say Lamar. No, Lamar probably won't. If Lamar plays, I'm taking the Ravens. All right, I'm doing it. If Lamar plays, but then uh, Miami versus Buffalo. So Teddy Bridgewater is supposed to play this game. There's just not a chance that Buffalo is gonna lose to Teddy Bridgewater at home. I mean the. Buffalo, they're playing inspired football right now. Obviously, they had all the juice they needed after last year's loss. I love Buffalo here. Yeah, I like Buffalo too. I mean, if if Tua plays, this game is a lot closer than you think. Because remember the last time Dolphins split them during the year and probably could beat them at Buffalo too. It's just they almost did in the snow. They should have beat them. So if there's any seven seed that can make a run. 
get to the Super Bowl. It's the Dolphins with Tua, but I just I don't know if he's going to play and if, whether he's healthy or not. I'm taking the Buffalo. First round of the NFC. First game, Dallas versus Tampa Bay in Tampa Bay. I mean, you know, I think a lot of people are going to be just riding Tom Brady here. And I'm going to do it, too, because Dallas, until they do it, I'm not going to pick them winning a playoff game. I'm going to take uh, Dallas. I think everybody is on uh, yeah, the Bucs. Really like, like, I can find it. I'm pretty sure everybody and their mom's on the Bucks for that reason. Because, but... I want to be on the side where when Dallas does win, be like I I knew it I knew it was this this was the year <laughs> I knew it was the year. Yeah, everyone's on the Bucks, but Giants Vikings I think this is obvious too. The G men all G-men day long all day long. Brian baby. Dable come on Brian Dable coach of the year against the fraud Vikings. The Vikings you know they the Vikings are shit razor blades right now. Should have beat them during the year. This is not the team you want to play in the first round. If you're the Vikings. Considering oh, fuck no. the Giants should have beat you the first time they played them, you very easily could have. Daniel Jones is probably coming off his best game of his career two weeks ago. Yeah. I mean, that the last game he played was probably the best game he's ever played. I love Daniel Jones. Then the next game, Seattle versus San Fran. I think San Fran, they, Seattle, I, I just, they shouldn't, I don't think, be in the playoffs. Obviously, like, they deserved it after all they went through, but I got to take the Niners here. Yeah, I'm going to take the Niners. But I can see this game being closer than you think because the line's 10. Just well, it's because, a divisional game, too. Yeah, and just because, like, I can't see Pete Carroll in a playoff game just folding like that. But at the same time, I could. the Niners have been just kicking the shit out of everyone they played. So, But obviously, Niners win. So... But I have, I would have Kansas City playing Jacksonville in the second round. Uh, Chiefs. I'd have Kansas City and Baltimore. I'm gonna go Chiefs. Obviously, I mean, don't really have to speak too much on that. Then I have Buffalo versus Cincinnati. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Bills, Jags. I can't do it. I got to go Bills, but oh, my God, would that be something? <laughs> oh, my God, would that be something? Okay, then I have Philly versus the Giants. Now, I would like to think that Hurts is healthy by this time, and if so, I'd like the Eagles to win in Lincoln Financial Field in Philly. These fans are just going to be unreal. Um, yeah, I think this is where the bus would stop for the Giants. Yeah, I would have the same. Yeah, I'd have the same. I'm gonna go Eagles too. I just the Giants just don't have enough like star power to match up or to get to like a NFC Championship game. But I don't think, especially to beat the Eagles. So I'm gonna end up having the one and two seeds on each side being like in the final four, which probably won't happen. I mean, just knowing how sports work in general. But I cannot possibly pick the Niners to not beat. Um, Bucks. Tampa, yeah, Tampa Bay. I don't know. Like, like it's one thing for Tom Brady to make it past his Dallas defense, which is hopefully, I mean, as good as they were, you know, like while they're rolling and then just go through San Francisco's defense again, like San Fran. I don't know. I, but I mean, nope, I'm taking Bucks because I cannot have it where Brock Purdy is beating Tom Brady 
in the fucking playoffs. That just can't happen to me. It's not fair to me. I'm taking the Bucks. <laughs> I see the thing is, I'd have the same matchup, and the Bucks are a bunch of old heads. They're slow. They just they're they're slow, and the Niners are just fast, like super fast. All every position on the entire field. I'm going Niners, pretty big. Then uh, Kansas City versus Buffalo. See, I just love a storyline, and I think after you know that whole Stephon Diggs thing last year, and two years um, ago, that was two years ago. I remember we talked about this. Wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. But even still, after what happened last year, and that well, I guess the last two years, and then the whole Demar Hamlin thing. I mean, Team of Destiny. They have everything for it. I'm going to take the Bills. I'm taking Chiefs. Chiefs own the Bills in the playoffs. Chief. Yeah, I mean, Patrick as you should, Josh Allen. But I'm cheering for the storyline here. No, that's fine. Like, yeah, it's it's a good story, but at the same time, too, I'd love to see Mahomes win like eight Super Bowls. Just so then we, like, Tom Brady's obviously the, not the most talented quarterback of all time. Mm-hmm. So I would like want to see somebody who's actually like worthy of calling the goat be the goat, but. Like, whoever wins this game, I'm happy either way. Like, both teams are super fun to watch. They have the most likable players in the NFL, but right. I got to roll the bills. Yeah, that's fair. I'm going to just go Chiefs. I just think Patrick Mahomes is hard to bet against him. All right, then I have Philly versus Tampa Bay. <laughs> I mean, Philly, with this whole Hurts thing, I could easily – this could just bust my bracket – but I got to take Philly because Philly versus the Bills would be the greatest Super Bowl matchup of all time. You talk about the two most diehard fans in football, and I don't think that's uh, – maybe maybe it is debatable. But, I mean, as far as, like, just gritty fucking fan bases who don't give a shit yeah. about anything other than their sports teams, I mean, this matchup is just unreal. Um but, yeah, I'm going to take Philly versus Bills in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I'd say, like, maybe not the most diehard necessarily. It depends on how you depends on how you want to define diehard. Uh, but as terms of, like, crazy and yes, uh, just nuts and do anything for their team, yeah, probably. It just depends what your definition of diehard is. Like, really, it does. It's right, that's what, that's what I meant, like, yeah. what you said. Like, yeah, I know what that's you meant. That's what I was more going towards. Because, I mean, you look at Chiefs fans, they're not as, like, big as nut jobs but they are like just insane loudly yeah, loud like the thing the thing with diehard fans it mostly gets credited to you kind of get that uh that um title is when you're bad the chiefs haven't been bad for a very very long time so it's like you people don't call them diehards cuz diehard fans stick through you through bad times and like they're still super crazy during the bad times but you can't do that with the chiefs because they're just always good yeah, I mean, I love how all year every Rams game was just uh, opposing teams, fans. Right, exactly. They literally won but the yeah, Super Bowl yeah, last but year. Eagles-Bills would be like two fan bases that are just the most, obno- not obnoxious, but in a way just crazy and psycho, psychotic. Um, well, yeah, I mean, you talk about like the Steelers, like how they're known as like diehard fans. I mean, you look at away games, there's terrible towels everywhere, but you also don't see Steelers fans throwing batteries at people like Eagles fans. Right. And like snowballs, chuck, like the Bills fans. Like, I mean, Eagles did it all. Eagles did both. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. The Eagles crawled. So then the 
uh, Bills could block, you know? Yeah, it's just one of them. Um, I'm going to go Niners. I just think this deep, like, the defense is so, so good. And, like, it's just crazy. Brock, like, Brock Purdy doesn't have to do anything. He, he He's like a, he and he's capable of, like, not game-winning drives, but, like, okay, we need to drive down and score here. Like, we need something, like, third quarter, mid-fourth quarter, and he, I think he can do it. So I'm going to go, uh, I got Niners Chiefs, probably the most chalk pick you could do, but I don't care. Yeah, Luke, going into this, I uh, I told myself I'm going to do, I'm going to base all my picks on by which team has the best head coach and quarterback combo, and I completely went away from that, completely forgot about it. But uh, I mean, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just rooting for what I want to see happen, I guess. Right. So, uh, but yeah, Bills versus Eagles. Even though I'd love to see the Eagles win again, having the Bills be Super Bowl champions would just be fucking awesome. I'll take the Bills. Yeah. So I got a rematch of 2019, was it? Yeah. God damn, I want to take the Niners, but at the end of the day, I mean, it's Brock Pretty versus Mahomes. I mean, it, that's just simple, and you got to go Mahomes. There's no way he loses to Purdy. If he does, it'd be awesome. That'd be cool, but I can't see it happening. Mahomes gets a second. But honestly, Luke, I think if Purdy makes it to a Super Bowl, he's it's set in stone. He's a good quarterback. And oh, looking exactly. at yeah. the rest of the teams, I think with how strong they are on offense and then their defense being that I think the Niners could easily be the Chiefs and the if they make it there oh, I think they I mean that defense is so goddamn good I mean and we saw it like in the Bucks game the Chiefs Bucks Super Bowl the Chiefs literally just could not score even with Tyreek Hill Granted, like, their was, offensive line is a lot better than what it was that's a really good point yeah but and and I just think it comes down to obviously the experience as there for both teams, except for like the quarterback position. But um, my dream scenario would be like Jags versus Giants. That'd be sick. <laughs> That'd be sick. <laughs> Duval versus the G Men. That would be fucking awesome. That would be the best. That'd be the best Super Bowl of all time. It'd be a shit show, but it'd be awesome. In our lives, yeah. And like, I hope, I hope it's like. They play really well all the way to the Super Bowl, and then both teams just play like they should have, should like they're actually the capable of. Like, yeah, when, the over under is like thirty two and a half, and they and they it's just a shit show of a game. Like Giants just run the ball, and Daniel Jones fumbles like he does, like he used to, all the time. And then Trevor Lawrence gets out there and just starts slinging the ball around, throwing interception after interception. Yeah, over, all overthrows. Kenny Galladay two touchdowns. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Saquon Barkley gets hurt again. <laughs> Saquon gets hurt. Oh my god, what a game! And then Doug Peterson tries a Philly special. I think he tries like every single game they play. I would. It. This is the worst play in football. Now it's the worst play. It yeah, I mean works. it's. It's Michigan like now run. that people have seen it, it's like well, you know, yeah, like. Once you see it start, you're like, yeah, we already know where this is fucking going. Um, so I did those like those rec those bowl games. Remember we did that last year? Yep. And it was actually some of them are good. I didn't like name them. I, I love did I it. love this shit. I didn't name them. So you, if you got anything, obviously, oh, yeah. obviously, first Bears Texans. I mean, come on, play for the first pick. It's a it toilet should, bowl. Should be yeah every year. 
Um, then I did the second was Steelers Lions because Steelers felt like way like they should have been in over the Dolphins and the Lions obviously should have been over the Seahawks. It's just simple. So those two obviously get a play. That's the blue collar ball. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, perfect. It's the two most blue collar cities in football. In football, right? Uh, Rams Broncos just two disappointing teams, <laughs> like complete two teams that had play like Super Bowl expectations at the beginning of the year and just sucked. So Luke, scratch the toilet bowl from you versus Texans. This, this is the toilet, toilet bowl. bowl because you guys at least it's like obvious what you guys are doing. Like this, this is a real toilet bowl. Like call it the Chris Collinsworth bowl. And we're playing, we're playing Bears Texans, and you and loser, no winner. No, loser gets the first pick, so it's just a shit show. But you like you kind of have to try. I don't know; it'd, it'd be hard. But um, Cardinals Colts, like, just don't watch it. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much simple. And, and no, and the Cardinals have to hire a um, like former player to be their coach. <laughs> if you were wait, you said Cardinals, right? Cardinals, yeah. If you were the Cardinals, I think the you'd have to hire like Larry Fitzgerald, right? Yeah, he'll coach. Yep, him versus Saturday. Jeez, that would that'd be shit. That, well, what like that? I can't even put in the words like just how fucking like those two teams too just give me headaches. It's no, terrible. Right. Um, this one is my favorite of all of them: Commanders versus Jets, but it has to be Carson Wentz versus Zach Wilson. Oh, yeah. They have to start. That would be the best game of all time. I mean, would you call it, like, fell off a cliff bowl? Because, <laughs> I, I mean, both Zach Wilson and Carson Wentz went from hero to zero within just... Quicker than anybody's like, ever done it before. Yeah, exactly. Especially, I don't think anyone's fell off, like, a cliff of, like, fame. Like, not talent-wise, but just, like, how much everyone loves you than Zach Wilson to just no one ever, everyone hates you. And did you see what he said when they said about the Jets high, uh, signing a veteran? He goes, well, I'm going to make that uh, practice hell for them. Like, Shut up. Like, no, you're not. <laughs> you think you're going to compete with them? They get, like, Lamar Jackson or something? Or, like, Tom Brady or Rodgers or something like that? Like, dude, come on. Um, I had Raiders Packers just so Devontae Adams could just get torched. Like, they, he just sees Aaron Rodgers throw the ball all over the field. And then Derek Carr just sucks. And you'd be like, oh, well, this is my Hall of Fame quarterback that I said I wanted. Jared Stidham wins that game. Oh, Stidham does. Derek Carr doesn't. Yeah, I mean, like, if Mahomes, I mean, uh, if Rodgers can't even beat the Lions, then, I mean, he's not beating Jared Stidham. <laughs> and the rest of these just are, like, like, just bad. Browns, Panthers, I mean, I didn't know how to match these these last up, two, these four up. The irrelevant bowl. Yeah, like I don't even know. I wish Baker was still on the Panthers so we could play the Browns again. And then I did Titan Saints to just be shit. And then the last one, this is probably my second favorite. Patriots Falcons, but the score has to be twenty eight to three when it starts. Yeah. Yeah. Falcons up twenty eight to three, start of the game. The I promise you the Patriots would still win that game. Oh yeah. It's <laughs> imagine you start a game in twenty eight to three. You know how much pressure that would be on a team? That'd be, that'd be like the most pressure of all time. Starting a game like that, like you can't blow this again. It's like taking on hell with a score gun. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's all of them. About, some of those would be fun. Some of them would suck. Most of them would suck. That's why they're not in the playoffs. 
so the national championship was yesterday and just a colossal beat down. It just wasn't even fair. I mean, it, I don't even know what to say. Like shout out our horn frogs to even be there is unreal, but it's Georgia. So I'm watching the game at B-dubs and they go, it's like they're interviewing the coaches like right before kickoff. And I think it was Holly Rowe or Molly McGrath. Shout out her. My DMs are wide open. I know you're pregnant right now. Doesn't matter. I'll take care of the kid. Um, but they go, what's what's the uh, like game plan or whatever to Kirby Smart? And I think he just goes aggression or uh, physicality or aggression or something like that. And that's it. And then he just stares at her. And I'm like, oh, shit, I might throw – a thousand dollars on the Georgia Bulldogs. But then I also thought I'm like Kirby smart just likes it looks like the corniest dude ever. So I'm like, maybe he's bluffing and maybe this is going to be the funniest clip to look back at of all time. But then the ball is kicked off and I'm like, Oh yeah, the Bulldogs are winning. And it was just all hell broke loose after that. I feel so bad for thug and Duggan. I mean, it's like, I guess he gets to go to the NFL now, but that game, it just wasn't fair. Like the first, the first, I mean, I think it was third down. They dump it off to uh Quentin John or what's his name? Yeah. Quentin Johnson. Yeah. And he catches it. And Javon Carter, who's supposed to be like the top prospect or what top three prospect in the NFL draft. He's a defensive tackle runs all the way to the sideline and tackles him. And I'm like, <laughs> Oh my God. Like, this guy's just a freak of nature. And then you had, like, blown coverages, all that shit. Stetson Bennett just – I mean, Stetson Bennett looks like Bambi, but, I mean, it's literally – he's literally like David from David and Goliath. I mean, I know he wasn't going up against Goliath in this game, but, like, if I saw a picture of him, like, in that story, I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean – Remember when it was 10 to 7, though? You remember that? Yeah, then I went and took a piss and it was 28 to fucking yeah, 7. But I remember it was 10 to 7. We're like, whole, everyone everyone that had TC, like, holy shit, let's go. And then it was that, and never scored again. It was over. And it was, it was, so TCU all year was just scrappy, come from behind, figure it out, keep grinding, get the game done. At a certain point, the talent that Georgia had, just it doesn't matter how scrappy you are, you're just gonna get out, blown out. Like you're just getting blown out of the water. It's just simple. And it sucks because Ohio Ohio State should have been in this championship game. It should have really like you can't you couldn't do it, but it should have been Ohio State Michigan play and then TCU Georgia. That's what yeah. it should have been. But I mean I, the biggest loser in all this is is Michigan. That's embarrassing. To lose TCU and that, like thinking you guys are the, you guys, this is your year, blah, blah blah, and then you see this happen, yeah, and then unbelievable. Then your head coach the next day to interview to the Broncos of all teams in and the he, NFL, and the he Broncos. literally and he literally said he's done flirting with the NFL last last year. He said that, but Blake Corum's coming back, which is so dumb. Well, literally only because he's injured, though. Yeah, I feel like your stock couldn't be higher, Blake Corum. 
Like yeah, to go from like a, a Heisman should have been Heisman finalist to especially as a running back, like your stock could not be higher, and you just can come back. I mean, whatever. Well, the but, older you, older you get too as a running back, okay. it's just yeah, and and I mean the I don't even know how to describe it. The backups that came in just were shredding the offense and defense, like whole bowl on a ham sandwich. Those the the backups that came in was. It was crazy. They got they they sacked him like the first three. Like they got to the quarterback. Like it was nothing. Like oh, here comes another six, seven, three hundred pounder on the defensive line. It's just so dumb how good they are. And it they run college football. You can't say anything about it. They own it. Their schedule next year is cupcake. I think so. They're probably going to be back. And Stetson Bennett. It's the greatest story ever. Uh, college football. It has to be. Yeah, I mean, we were saying this the same thing last year, but now it's just even better. And yeah, like they said, like he he grew up a Georgia fan. Obviously, every kid does that. Oh, I'm going to play for Georgia. I'm going to whatever. But to actually live it out and go do it twice, and ex- not even just do that, but to go there, leave to JUCO, come back as a walk on, play, lose your job because he sucked. Then he got another shot because JT Daniels got hurt. And to win back-to-back is, like, it's the most incredible story ever. Because, like, just actually, I know he's a little kid, and he's like, I want to play for Georgia. But to end up doing it, not just being like, oh, he ends up being a high recruit, goes to Georgia, and that's it. Maybe wins a couple, like, gets to the playoffs, I don't know. But to be, like, a whor- like not a big recruit at all and leave Georgia to JUCO, come back, lose your job, Get a job, lose it again, but it just keeps and he wins too. It's just crazy. It's uh unbelievable. Well, the ball's on Kirby Smart to even play him. Right. It's just people were talking he wasn't even gonna get the job this year. But it's like, okay, well, that's just stupid because he literally won a national championship last year. And I don't care who you're throwing to, whatever. He's not like I'm pretty sure uh what's his name? Uh McConkey. I think he was like a three star, I heard. Yeah. And he he Every big game they played, McConkey was awesome. Like the game against, maybe not, I don't know how he did against Ohio State, but that game against Tennessee, remember he just got open like how many times? Brock Bowers, you should, he, they should make an exception for him. Like you can go to the draft because he can't go to the draft yet. He has to come back another year, which is so stupid. <laughs> how good he is. Like that's not even fair. Like you see Darnell Washington, he's their second tight end. The guy's a freak of nature. He's seven, six, seven, two seventy as a tight end. Probably runs like a four five, four four. It's crazy. So, obviously, the big question now is how Georgia owns college football. Um, I have one question for you, Luke. So, right now, Kirby Smart is forty seven years old. Nick Saban seventy one. Nick Saban has seven national titles. Kirby Smart has two. Do you think Kirby could surpass him? Seven? I think no. I think it's going to be really hard, but I don't know. I mean, honestly, I, I, but the thing is, yeah, he could easily have three. That one yeah. lot, and Saban would have one less then because they should have won that game. They completely blew it. They're up at but half dominating, and then one, they sacked Tua. In that overtime to get him out of field goal range, and then just a guy, just like a miscommunication with the safeties and corners, wide open touchdown. So I mean, it's crazy, but 
I obviously, yeah, you're right. They didn't, but think about it. They could have three. It's I don't know. It's going to be tough. I don't know if you're going to get well, Saban's level. Because but... the thing is, with NIL and everything, I think that totally changes everything. So, right. right. If, if it was still the normal rules, I think Kirby Smart could easily do it. I mean, he's got to get five more in, what's the math there, 25 years. Yeah. I mean, I think he could. But and Saban's going to but Saban's going to keep coaching, and then obviously right. Kirby could go longer too. But Saban could also get another one and whatever. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I don't know. It's wild. Shout so out uh, what's his nuts. That meatball on the fucking college game day set who uh, said how who he just brought up how college football runs through Georgia right in front of Nick Saban's. Nick Saban was so was, close uh, to him. Pollock, he felt it? breathing. It was Pollock. Huh? It, wasn't it Pollock? Yeah, Pollock. Yeah. Yeah. But, and I think the, the odds... The odds are already out for next year. Like just like like right now. I think Georgia's one. Bama's two, which is kind of wild considering this was their year to win it. They literally because they got their guys back. Like, you know what I mean? They got um um Will Anderson came back, Bryce Young came back, and they couldn't get it done. So I don't know how they're like second favorite to win next year already, but I don't know. I I could pull it. I think Ohio State's up there, obviously. I love how people are coming out their way too early already. Like the season just ended and they're coming out with their top twenty-five. Oh yeah, here it is. It's Georgia, Bama, Ohio State, Michigan. I mean, obviously USC, Clemson, LSU, Florida State. I was probably way way down here. Plus twenty thousand. Cash it. Um, um, by far the worst championship game ever, though. No, yeah, I actually didn't even watch fourth quarter. I, or no, I let the over hit, and then I went to bed because I bet the over. Yeah, people, that's the thing. That's what made it kind of exciting because, like, the over was, like, still intact. And it's not like Georgia was trying to just run it down their throat necessarily. It's like they were just – they couldn't help it how open they were getting. And, like, we're trying to run the ball, and we're running it down your throat still. Yeah, somebody said it. I forget who, but they go, there's absolutely nothing more dangerous in football than a team, like, actually being scared – of like the other team across from you right. because you I mean when you I imagine them linemen them receivers whatever looking across from them they're like that person is better than me at football and it just ate them alive mm-hmm. it's just crazy and that's just, yeah I, I forget what I was going to say oh well but that's that what a uh, shitty ending to a college football season I feel like but Another quarterback transferred. Mr. Sam Hartman is now with the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. I hope he's fucking awesome. But, I mean, who who knows? I don't know. I think it's great for Notre Dame because I think they actually got a guy here. Oh, absolutely. But, uh, what? Absolutely. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, we'll find out. No, I think that's a great like addition. It's uh, He's a stud. And to go to, like, another game, like, where they're going to have a good defense. And he didn't have that at Wake Forest. So, I think that's going to be awesome. Uh, fun fact, Luke, who led the NFL in interceptions this year? Um, like, as in defenses. Steelers? Yep. Uh, moving on, though. NBA basketball. We have anything on that? 
Um, no, no. <laughs> uh, it's all like they, they came out with like the top fifty players or something like recently, but I forget what it was. It was like Giannis, um, Jokic. Someone was three. Steph Curry maybe three, four, five. I don't even remember. Um, so I was talking to Tyler Berger yesterday while he was with us and he like only watches NBA. Like that's like his main sport. He like watches it more than uh, NFL. And, uh, he was saying how like the Knicks are like a heavy sleeper to like make it out of the first round of the playoffs this year. And like, he was going over the roster and like sounded good and everything. But then I pull up bleach report when I was on my break today at work. And they're talking about how the Knicks are shopping like all of their good players. Like they're shopping <laughs> Emmanuel quickly, Quentin Grimes. Quentin Grimes playing fucking great, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, then somebody else and RJ Barrett, I think. It's like, whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> like typical Knicks, I guess. Why would you shop those guys? I know they're all young and they're really good. Yeah. Uh, then there's like something. With about Cam Reddish, Cam Reddish and Nick now. Yeah, he's. Yeah, I think, I think he was on playing, there too. I think he's playing really well too. That's wild. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, baseball. Carlos Correa stays, stays a twin. Do you even care? I'm or like, so happy. Why? He's good. Well, yeah, he's good, but Six he's years. like worthless. Worthless. He bad like two eighty six. No, I mean like that. He's worthless on the Twins, is what I'm saying. No, how does that make any sense? Well, they have him and Buxton. That's absolutely it, right? So, fine. We just won't have him. Are we going to be a lot better without him? That's part of building a team, Joe. You got to get good players. Are you going to build around him? We have six years on his deal, and we have six years left on Buxton's. Oh, I thought you got him like a one-year rental. Six six years, 200, I think. If he passes his his physical, it's uh, 270. I thought it was like 350. No, I think it's two hundred million. That was the original, but remember he he had to come back because he kept failing everything. I'm pretty sure it gets it can get to two seventy if he passes. Oh yeah, they agreed two hundred million dollar contract. Yeah, six years. Mm. So we got six years with him and six years with Buxton, and we saved a shit ton of money because we originally offered him like three or two fifty. I can't remember what his original offer was, but like we saved money pretty much because of all that. I mean, we got him and um, Buxton for six years. Now we got to build around. Do you know what Carlos Correa's real name is? Not Carlos. It's Carlos Javier Correa Oppenheimer Jr. Where does the Oppenheimer come from? I don't know. I'm getting a Correa jersey. Need one. Maybe Buxton. I don't know. But we're coming. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I don't think that... Cubs at anything. So, yeah, I mean, I don't think I have any more news. Do you? Um, I don't think so. But, yeah, NFL football should be good shit. Um, college basketball, we're doing two episodes a week now. So, obviously, check that out. With football winding down, you might as well hop into some college hoops. And uh, thank you for listening. And always, take her easy.